Hey, guess who's back? Back again. I was gonna keep on singing Slim Shady, but then I just blanked out on how the rest of the song goes. <laughs> Welcome to the Couch of Randomness. This is episode number 20. We're so close to being 21, it's not even funny. So freaking close. I'm John, and on the couch with me, as always, for some stupid reason, because I'm pretty sure she's questioning everything right now, what's your name? My name is I'm so done with your jokes. <laughs> that's so done. That's Rose. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's about to walk out on me because I'm being a doofus right now. So we're back. Thanks for joining me with us. Let's talk about Star Wars Episode Nine. That started filming. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully. It yeah, hopefully be awesome. I, I hope so. It will be awesome. But on the other side of that coin... Star Trek. <gasps> uh, Star Trek is getting a new series, and they have a surprise about who's going to be on it. I kind of dig it. Not going to lie. Depending on how it plays There's out. There's a lot of depending on how things I, play out. We're not I, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm very much, like, I want to like this Star Trek. I, I get you on I that want one. to. So it's 2018. Are you sure? Not 100%, but a surprise console beat every other console in two days in June. Yeah. And remember, it's 2018. Please. Please remember that Please when remember we talk that. about that. Um, parents have been getting some surprising one-on-one -on -one lessons for their kids. Not golf, not baseball, not spelling. Not piano. Or saxophone. Since you said yours, I'll yeah, say what I played. Exactly. But, yeah. And this is weird. Yeah. It's weird. It, it's a little different. And let's end up with, or let's end with talking about games of the yesteryear like how do we how should we look at games that from older consoles and games that get like re-released or patched. patched in to make the game better you should know what we're talking about <clears throat> no man's guy and how we should like look at it in a review sense or just do we give it the chance yeah stuff like that so let's sit down on this couch and let's have some fun you know it is good to be back it would be so much better if I could wake up a little bit. Oh, but I, overall, yeah, wakey, wakey, come on. You wakey, know, wakey. I'm trying. You've got coffee in your there. hand. We've had to I go do. through and find some good things to talk about on yeah, the podcast. and that's been fun. So let's just jump right in. Uh, we won't go back for the last two weeks, but we'll hit and touch on some stuff from two weeks since we were gone. That makes any We're not going to talk about the last two weeks, but we are going to talk about some things from two weeks ago. Yes. I'm I'm glad you're on the same page as me, all right? Cool. Wake up. Do it. All right, so let's talk some trailers real fast. Okay. What do you think of Alita? I think that this looks like it could be cool. Yeah. I don't know that the story is going to be any good. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, but, actually, because it, it looks like your generic story. Yeah. anime girl eyes. That's about it. But, but like... It's so hard for me now. Okay. Because I've gotten so used to reading manga and the stories are written so differently than Western stories that I've read all my life. Yeah. And so I have to look at Alita going, okay, this is a Western story. She just happens to have anime eyes and it's vaguely based on an anime. Okay. I was about to ask him, like, isn't this kind of based off an anime? But yeah. you're right in the sense of, I mean... James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez. He Robert yeah. Rodriguez directed. So yeah, there's a lot of this sounds weird. Western hands in the honeypot. Yeah, basically. And I mean, I, I'm with you. It looks interesting, visually beautiful. 
Yeah. And that's Visually, what I'm, I think this is going to be awesome. That's what I'm going for. I kind of want it to do good just for Robert Rodriguez's sake. Because I actually like him as an actor or director. But you know, he did like Sin City from Dust Till Dawn. He's done a lot of B-horror uh, grindhouse films, which have been okay. really cool. But this one seems like he, with the backing, uh, God help me, James Cameron's backing him. Yeah. It seems like his vision is going to work really well with this movie. I hope so. And, and I'm, I hope it does. I want it to do good. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be very, really, this was the story? This is, this is what you want? Yeah. You've got some good actors I'm kinda, behind it. I'm kind of setting myself up for, okay, that was cute. Yeah. I, I'm trying to. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm just like, yeah, I get what we wanted to do. I see where you wanted to go with this, but you kind of missed the mark. Yeah. And I, I hope I'm proven wrong. I really, I expect better out of entertainment in general. Yeah. Which is kind of a problem. But yeah, we I go in just like, I know what this is going to be. And it's just, yeah. I wish for more, but I don't expect it. I guess yeah. is the best way to put it with movies on that one. One I am excited for, and I think it will live up to hype, though, actually, <laughs> uh-huh. is Castlevania Season 2 yeah. on Netflix. Because Season 1 was way too freaking short for me. Yeah. I was, what was it, like four, four episodes. episodes? Yeah, it was four episodes. I was just like, at least do like six. Like, it barely got past the intro. Yeah, it, if it, was, it did, it was no, almost, it didn't even get it didn't past, get past the intro. The intro. It was no, like no. the prologue. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was—a four-hour volume zero. Oh, I thought they were only half an hour each. I don't even remember. Oh no, you're right. I think they were half. It's an like hour. two hours. Yeah, two. It was a, a two-hour prologue. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. Which is pretty standard in anime, but most of the time they have more to back it up. Yeah, but and that's that's the thing. It's just it wet wetted my whistle enough that I wanted a lot more. Yeah. And I'm glad this one, this season's now eight. Yeah, it's eight episodes, and it comes out October 26th. Uh, side note, Alita Battle Angel is coming out December 21st. Yeah. And so I, I'm I'm glad we're doing eight 30-minute episodes, I think. Yeah. I mean, in the time of streaming and binging, that's only four <laughs> hours. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can dedicate I can do that four for, hours. I can do that day. for a weekend. Yeah. That's, so. that's not that bad. Yeah. But the main trailer I, i'm saying this very hesitantly because i feel like we've seen the movie now yes with this with all the trailers with all the trailers both with both there no with, three trailers with three, all both the trailers with all both the trailers no you're there are three trailers okay. no they stop thinking about it venom pass eh? i'm more excited for alita battle angel than venom that's actually saying a lot to be honest with you that it's that you were excited for a. I mean, at least with Alita, I don't feel right off like I've already seen all of the visuals. True. Not all of them. And with Battle Angel, there seems to be at least a decent enough story of why. I mean, they kind of hinted at in the trailer that Alita's body armor is one of the last and people want it as I a fighting like machine. I feel like it's her brain and then she like gets hooked up with her correct body. And I'm that is a very That's interesting. That's what it looks like and that part intrigues me. Intrigues me enough that yes, I'll go see it with Venom. I like Tom Hardy. I really yeah. really do. I can never tell what accent he's doing. I don't know. And he seems very quiet as Eddie Brock. Like I I, I, I don't really believe well, like, I don't know anything about Eddie Brock. Yeah. But he kind of looks like a wimp in the trailers. 
And oh, I don't know I'm if he was actually supposed to be a wimp because the only Eddie Brock that I know is from Spider-Man 2. Three. Three. Topher Grace. Yeah. And I'm I sorry. didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's, and, and I apologize. That's your only. I just, it, that's it, all that I know. It depends on. Because uh, my my version of Eddie Brock and someone can correct me is from like the animated Spider-Man movie or it's animated Spider-Man TV show from the early 90s. Okay. Late 2000s. Where Eddie's just a giant dick. Okay. Like he's just a pompous ass, and that's why the uh, symbiote, symbiote, however the hell you want to pronounce that, symbiote connects to him because of his arrogance and how like. See, that already sounds like a much better movie. But but I feel like they're trying to make Eddie so relatable. Yeah, and he's the victim here. And and they're really pushing that weird anti-hero venom thing, which I I guess is okay, but. I just it doesn't intrigue me at all. No, and especially that now that I know it has nothing to do with Tom Holland and it's not connected to him anyway, which yeah. I'm okay with. Yeah, it's but just like I'm also sitting there going, so is it not part of the Spider-Man universe? It's part of Sony's Spider-Man universe. It's the legal battle yeah, is then, mind-boggling. Yeah, but then which one is Sony's Spider-Man and who is? Sony. Sony's Spider-Man. Yeah, because I mean, the argument <laughs> can be said. Because they've had technically three. Yeah, and the argument recently. can be said that it is Tom Holland because I mean, yeah. Sony still owns Spider-Man. They just loaned him to Marvel, so in theory, there it could in that way could be yeah. a connection. But I read articles saying that no, this has nothing to do with Tom Holland. Yeah, that way they can have it separated, and if they want, and Sony probably will, they will cast another Spider-Man. Yeah, for that and have their own universe. universe going on, and then just Tom Holland's doing his thing over with the MCU, which is we know is better. But come yeah. on, we have all the characters. Come to Sony, we have the characters. Yeah, eh, whatever. That's just that's just weird to me. I'm I'm not a fan of that at all. No, not really. And I'm just I'm I'm not. The only f- reason that I'm okay with Sony having the rights to Spider Man is for the video game. Yeah, I mean that that looks great. That looks fantastic. I hope Venom is actually in I'm, the PlayStation version. I'm really hoping that I can actually get to know the characters by watching you play because I don't have the level for it. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. It'd be very it'd be cool to see. Yeah. All that. And, and, and like if they've developed the characters correctly, which I Insomniac so. Games does know how to do good character stories. Yeah. So I'm in for that one. Quick side note. I should have put this in here, but connected to Spider-Man and okay. whatnot is um the kid from it. Um. The last kid they picked up. What is his name? The, the black kid. Uh, the black kid. The black kid. Uh, the the African American Yeah, that guy. That kid. <laughs> he actually came out and said he wants to play uh, Miles Morales for oh, the MCU. That would be fun. And I, they showed him and Miles, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in. That's cool. I'm down with that. Yeah, I wouldn't be too upset with that. Although, for them to really do a good Miles Morales, I would love for them to get uh, mixed. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think I that mean, would Miles be amazing. Is a, african-american hispanic Hispanic descent part and i was like yeah "Yeah, that's great so i mean but i still when i was looking at just the pictures and like lining them up i'm like all right that's actually pretty cool i'm I'm good with that i get that all right so it's not uncommon for movies to change uh hands in distribution yeah so like we've talked about we've we've talked about this before so for some odd reason this was big was universal is now not distributing the detective Pikachu movie. It's now Warner brothers. Yeah. And it's just, 
Do we know how far into filming they are with this movie? Like, have they started? Yeah, I think they're two months in. I'm sure okay. I'd actually be surprised if they're not almost done because how fast they, yeah. they do movies. And I think it's because Legendary, now that I stopped, I, I quickly read this article. Legendary Pictures has a deal with Warner Brothers and Legendary bought the rights to the Detective Pikachu movie. And so that that's how it's working. That's how it shifted because Legendary is the one producing it and backing it. Okay. And with them, Warner Brothers is the one that's going to be distributing the movie. I mean, it's nothing crazy big. No. But it's just because it's the first live action Pokemon movie. Yeah. We're, we're kind of that's all more, focused in on. That's more made in America. Yeah. More made in America. Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. The kid it's from Jurassic so World, uh, Fallen Kingdom, is the lead character. So it's very weird. I I don't even remember uh, what character that is. The the hacker, the computer programmer that fell oh. in. Yeah, he's he is the kid that's looking for his dad in Detective Pikachu. He's not a kid. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he he's like a twenty something year old, but yeah, that's he, who they he's cast. He's definitely not a kid. Like yeah. he doesn't even look like a kid. That's who they cast. That's as, awful. I mean I want to recast. I'm sorry you don't make <laughs> enough money and your opinion doesn't matter on that one. <laughs> <sighs> John, make more money so my opinion matters. <laughs> Jesus. God, get called out on that one. But I, I just, it's weird, but whatever. It's kind of one yeah. of those cool. Whatever. Yeah, it it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, the movie is still getting made and it'll still get distributed. It's just who gets the money is different. Yeah, who gets the money, who gets the rights. Oh, Warner and Brothers now also owns. Also, who does the marketing? Yeah, I it would probably probably be Warner Brothers now. Yeah. That would be my guess. So cool. hopefully they'll have some good marketing for this and sell me on this 20-year-old, 11-year-old. Well, I'm more being, I want to be sold more on Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, to be honest with you. Yeah, I get that. I, I, as much as I truly love Ryan I, Reynolds. I am less and less in, happy about this movie the more I hear about it. I Because it, it literally, not playing Detective Pikachu at all, but seeing the some gameplay of it and seeing what it's about, I really do think it should have been like some... I got help. Some me. grumpy old man. It should have been Danny DeVito. It really should have. Like yeah, I saw I people like yelling about that and like complaining. And I'm like, why? And then when I got to know what Detective P- who, who Detective Pikachu was, yeah. like, oh yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like just a grumpy old man. Or like even uh Hugh Jackman could have done a good grumpy old Pikachu. Yeah, that'd have been really funny. Yeah. Or um the guy that did um the grandpa's voice and up. Yeah. That would have been really yeah, good. Carl from Car- yeah, Carl from Up. Carl from Up. I cannot remember who did his voice. I don't know. Right. But uh, let us know in the comments about who you think should have been Pikachu. Grumpy old Detective Grumpy old Pikachu. Pikachu. Star Wars Episode Nine started filming. Yes. That's cool. I'm actually okay that J.J. Abrams is now directing again. Yeah. I. Yeah, I, I'm pretty okay with it. I... But I wasn't a big fan of uh, the last one. Last Jedi? Last Jedi. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. And not in a good way, I think. And it was more Luke's storyline that I didn't like. Like, I, the Republic, okay. Okay, yeah, There's cool. plenty of things that can happen with them. Yeah. It was more Luke's storyline that bothered me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm with you. Like, looking back on it now, like, going back and rewatching that. Yeah. And I would, I would go back and look at it and go, you know what? It was okay for what it was. Yeah. But Luke's storyline I didn't like, and I and I stand to it, it wasn't epic enough. It wasn't a grand scale of yeah. things. It was very contained, which is fine for stuff, but 
Star Wars doesn't deserve that. Yeah. But I do like J.J. Abrams is back. Hopefully we'll cut down on the lens flare. But hopefully I I do like that. He even he even acknowledged the idea that it's bittersweet not having Carrie Fisher there. Yeah. But I like that through J.J. Abrams and making sure it was okay with her daughter, Carrie Fisher's daughter, Billy, if I remember Mm -hmm. correctly, that they found a way to honor her memory by not recasting her, not CGing her in, but Mm -hmm. using old footage that J.J. Abrams shot with her. Yeah, with The Force Awakens. With The Force Awakens, that they can actually use what they did and put it into the movie and it work okay. Yeah. And I also read, too, that there's a little bit from uh, The Last Jedi okay. that they're looking at, too, going, I okay, get that. we can put this together and make it work where Carrie Fisher's memory gets honored, and I absolutely love that. Yeah. I think that makes perfect sense. I I want this movie to be good because Last Jedi and Solo... I've left a We're very just, bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, they just weren't good. So I, I want so this to I'm be... I'm really hoping it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... Because I know J.J. Abrams is directing, and I absolutely love The Force Awakens. Yeah. This is kind of crawling up on the... I expect more out of this. I and understand I'm that. pretty sure J.J. Abrams is going to hit that for me. Yeah. So... I'm also kind of excited that Rose is back. Oh, me too. Hey, you troll. Shut up. I'm really kind of excited that she's back. Um, the one thing, I hope that she's not so love struck. Yes. Because that was a little weird for her character. Agreed. And it, that is the criticism I'm willing to like, you know what? You're right. Because yeah. she like, was a little too doughy eyed for me. Yeah. Like she fell in love way too fast with Finn. Yeah. And cute. I like it. Yeah. But we could have like. But maybe more of a. Hey, I like you instead of a, oh my God, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Like, that's all I'm asking for. And I, I wonder if it, it was the weird um, idea that he was the. Stormtrooper? Like, no, no, that she knew of Finn's name. Like, you know, when you see the yeah. person, like, you have the, the huge crush on, the celebrity you have a crush on, yeah. and then you're like gaga over him when you actually meet them in real life. <laughs> I kind of used it, that as her, why she was like, like yeah. that's a, uh, that's what I got around it, but I'm with okay. you like just a little too much on that yeah. one. So, so just kind of tone it down a little bit. Yeah, past that, I think she actually worked. Was a fantastic yeah. actress. I love. Really like her. I, and it sucks that we, as a society and the nerd culture, sucks so much. And I'm calling us <laughs> out. Yeah, I'm calling the people out who just threw so much trash at her that she actually yeah. quit social media. That's I mean, just sad. How much crap? How much? Do that's we, a lot of crap. That's a lot of crap, and we ha- we hold stuff too high on a freaking pedestal. Yeah, I almost dropped the f bomb on that one. <laughs> we hold stuff too high, and I'm like, why? Yeah, just this is a movie. This is a new character. Let's see where her character goes. Yeah, it's supposed to be entertaining. Yeah, and while the criticism and of too doughy eyed, valid. That's fine, yeah. but but that's that's but how not, she's written. Yeah, that's how she's written. That's not her as a person and yeah. people attacking her as a person was just absolute crap to me. And yeah. I just, just I, I dislike cool. that so freaking much. Yeah. So speaking of characters that were happy to come back, Rose, are you happy a character's coming back? I have mixed feelings about this one just because. Tell me about your mixed feelings. Okay. So Patrick Stewart is coming back as Jean-Luc Picard in a new Star Trek series. I, have, I, I love that you can only say Jean-Luc Picard in French. Shut up. 
<laughs> so I have not seen anything of Star Trek Discovery. Like, I haven't watched any of those episodes. No, we can't. I think the first episode's the only one that we can watch for yeah, free. Yeah, and I don't, I don't sign up for CBS. I don't want to pay for just that series and just, no. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how to feel about a new series. Like, I kind of quit Star Trek after there was singing. <laughs> after there was singing in enterprise just uh, i kind of quit star trek good. because there's no singing in star trek intros no there's it not it just doesn't happen I, I agree with you there's not um but yeah jean uh patrick stewart is coming back and i'm kind of excited yeah because i think that it could be good so long as he's more of a mentor and not captain jean-luc picard yeah how about, would you be okay if he was, like, Admiral? Yeah, I'd be fine if he was Admiral or if he had gone into Starfleet and was helping with training or something yeah. like that. Like, if it takes place at Starfleet and, like, he's that one of the teachers cool. or something, I think that would be awesome. That'd be very interesting to see him in that capacity. Or, of- like, to take over the role of Bixby. Who? Um, I think his name was Bixby. He was a gardener at the Star- at Starfleet Academy. Okay. And, like, he was there... For years and years, and like there's this actual um, YA novelization of like you see Troy at Starfleet, uh, you get an episode, you get a book of Jean Luc Picard when he was in Starfleet, you have a book of Riker when he was in Starfleet, like all the main characters. Yeah. Um, it goes kind of through their years in Starfleet. Okay. Um, and there's this gardener who's just wise. And knows everything. And he actually shows up in the TV series a couple times. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's actually cool. Like, he knows everything. Like, he's the wise teacher who's not actually their teacher. Oh. So, I think that would be kind of cool to see him take on that kind of role. Yeah. Because, I mean, Bixby was super old in The Next Generation. So, I would be fine with, oh, he's retired, passed on, whatever. And so now Jean-Luc Picard is like this great role model. See, I'm, I, you said Starfleet and I just thought about how cool would that be for him to be a teacher or in that, that capacity where he's just or like a, he's running the school. Or he's something. running the school and he's just the old mentor that we know and love yeah. and we know he's a good guy, but he's trying to get train the new recruits of Starfleet. And, and it's got I just said something completely different on Star Wars and it's contained. <laughs> yeah, well, it's different, but also just. It would be hilarious because, like, from the pilot episode, Jean-Luc Picard has always said that he hates children, he doesn't like them, he doesn't want to be around them, and then all of a sudden he's working with Star- Starfleet Academy. Yeah. I think that would be cool. See, that, that's a little tip of the hat. Because he's always like, so good with kids. Yeah, that's a little tip of the hat. Of like, yeah, we know he said this, but guess what? Yeah. He, like, through the series, you see him just, like... He's so good with kids through the whole series. But he just doesn't like But him. he just doesn't want to be good with kids. And he's always so awkward at first. That sounds familiar. Yeah. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. I'm, d- I'm down with this. Like, I, hopefully it's not CBS All Access or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, because if so, I'm still out. Because yeah. I don't want to pay for something that's going to toy with my emotions. That's true. Unless it's the Starfleet thing. If, we, if we're on par or on point with that. I would, I would consider it just be like All at right, least get is, the free trial yeah, and, and like try both of the series yeah and see if we like it or not yeah that, that would be kind of cool alright so it's 100% official uh huh Fox is being sold to Disney the shareholders 
excuse me, uh, two weeks ago voted. It's going to happen. All it has to do is pass the government now. Yeah, and make sure it's not a, not a monopoly. Which it is, but well, we're know. in a different state of the world right now. <laughs> I mean, if AT&T bought Time Warner, Fox or Disney can buy Fox. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. I know that's Pretty not much. how it works, but business is business. It's cool. I'm excited. They're really, Fox is really pushing this correctly with the, hey, here, Marvel's going back to like X Men characters back, Fantastic Four is You'll going be back. So back. Happy. I mean, we're not focusing on the six to seven thousand jobs that are being lost on both yeah, sides. That really does suck. The idea that it is a monopoly per se. Yeah, uh, there's less that. less choices now. So now we have Disney, Warner Brothers, Universal, Par- no, Par- uh, Paramount, I think. I'm trying to is think. Is Paramount still around? Paramount's still around, but I think Paramount's in Universal. So I think only, so. Well, oh, uh, Blumhouse. But that's a production company. That's not yeah. actually. That's not a distribution company. Yeah, but we're, we're losing now. Yeah. The, the market is getting smaller. Yeah, the film and TV industry has now become, was this huge thing where everything was everywhere, but now it's really small. Yeah. And that sucks for people who want to but, break into the industry as well. But then I feel like. That has actually worked pretty well for like video games because it's allowed more indie studios to yes. pop up. And you've got so, a valid point. We might get a lot. I don't like, know. Maybe we'll get more indie movies and maybe that'll be a good thing. Yeah. Which is fine. Cause I absolutely love yeah. indie movies. They do more on less. Yes. And that usually works for them for the most part, for the most part. <laughs> but it, the question I have that I'm posing to you and it comments is where does that put the new mutants and X-Men dark Phoenix movies? Yeah. Because by all accounts that I've read, it's going to be 2019 when this is 100% official. Uh-huh. So New Mutants got pushed back to 2019 and Dark Phoenix got pushed back to 2019. I don't know. So are are they did they do that on purpose they to probably go, did. To go, "All right, now let's get the Disney money, do some reshoots and see how we can or hell, even stingers at the yeah. end to push put it, it into push it into make it forced itself yeah. into the MCU. MCU. Yeah. Could that be why they did that? Because if that's it the case, be. Disney will own these characters. So I think new mutants is supposed to come out in February. Okay. March would be captain Marvel. Uh huh. April is nothing. May is Avengers four. Avengers four. June or July is Spider-Man far from home. Okay. And then on November, most likely November would be, Dark Phoenix. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I and that's also assuming that Disney doesn't just say, oh, well, we don't want to do these. Yeah. What, Disney just goes, and you're done. We're going to cut you. Bye. See you later. Yeah. You got your paychecks. Be gone. And we're going to just recast everything. I wouldn't be too surprised if they did that. I could see them doing that. I, what sucks, because I'm actually kind of interested in seeing New Mutants, especially since they went with the horror aspect first yeah then it's a superhero mutant either that or they might just rebrand the whole thing yeah and just say no this is not part of mcu at all but here's a cool movie that's true they could do that or i I heard rumors and i think we talked about it a couple weeks ago just disney and marvel might make the i think they're called marvel knights that was the comic book where Mm -hmm. it was off shots of maybe three to five um stories or three to five comics about a character because there's marvel knights daredevil marvel knights um punisher where it wasn't connected to anything but they just wanted to explore some stories so (laughs) they could do marvel knights with these and actually daredevil not daredevil uh deadpool yeah 
That I way it's not that. That way it's not part of the MCU. Yeah, one, not one hundred percent associated like with the MCU. Marvel offshot yeah. offshoots. Yeah, the come bring the Marvel offshoots back, but just yeah, in something. full feature film. Yeah. yeah, just Marvel Knights, and that's the darker. You're probably gonna get a rated R. Yeah, I wouldn't. Hate, I think that would be really. I, cool. I think that would be. The and best I think that way. would be a good way to do that. Yeah, just to kind of like separate both of them from not yeah. getting like too muddled and parents getting pissed that there's a rated R F dropping Ryan Reynolds in with in the MCU in the MCU which in with Spider Man. I can and- see that being a problem. <laughs> wow, yeah. most geek comic book nerds lovers would like that. Yeah, it's Disney a is a family oriented business as we found out as we found out as we found out about this one this one happened two weeks ago but since we were off last week uh we didn't get to talk about it let's talk about it a little bit james gunn got fired right before comic-con it was so sad it was it's very sad now most most of you should know james gunn got fired for just completely awful tweets tweets 10-ish years ago. Yeah. Just, they're bad. There's no defending those, and I will not defend those tweets. No. No, not but at all. what got me was the fact that Disney fired him because of those tweets of 10 years ago, and that we're, like, still being held accountable for stuff we said way back when, which, to a, 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 I mean, a sense, I do I get kind it. of understand it with him, because he was old enough 10 years ago yes, to know better. He was, he was in his... Mid forties, yeah, late, early forties, something like that. So yes, he should have known better to not do this, or at least known enough to go. Okay, I'm in the Disney family now. Maybe my I name should, is big. Let's go back and kind of maybe I should get an stuff. intern to go back and delete these tweets or something. Yes, but or just do it himself so the intern doesn't take screenshots. Exactly, and so it, it's been a very interesting outcry of fans and actors who's worked with gun and just people in general who are supporting him going, you need to bring him back Disney because it's very weird. It's very, it's very weird to see that. And people are calling out Disney because I mean, look at the kettle pot. Yeah. I mean, there are some stuff that Disney wants us to forget like in their infancy, which is fine. We understand at the time of what it was. That was, it was more acceptable. It was more acceptable. It's not acceptable now. Looking at you, Song of the South. Yes. It's not acceptable now, which, no, I mean, times have changed, but we understand that what happened in the past is not what Disney is now. Yeah. So why didn't Disney do the same thing with James Gunn? He even acknowledged the tweets and go and apologized profusely about them going, that's not me. What I, when I was that person, I was trying to be over the top, provocateur, trying to get a rise. That's not me. Ten. That was me ten years ago. That's not me now. Now yeah. he really is. From I mean, uh, taking his political stuff out of the way because if you follow him on Twitter, he throws shade at everyone. When yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to bring that in there. But I'm just looking at the character of the man that is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy and the yeah. the comedy that he put in there and the love about family and yeah. ragtag people. And, and it's, go ahead. I'm sorry. And it's just one of those. How do how are we supposed supposed to factor in social media with all of these things? Yes. Like people who are 16 years old post so much crap on social media. Yep. And are they supposed to be held accountable for it when they're looking for a job at 26? Yes. And, and that's the thing. Like wh- How where do you balance. Yeah. This? Where's the line? I know when this happened, you looked up an article and you told me that there was a brewer's pitcher 
uh, I think it was a Milwaukee Brewer pitcher uh-huh. that he did, had to do the same thing. Tweeted something at 16 when he was in high school. He yeah. is an adult now pitching for a professional baseball team. And he had to go back and apologize for something that happened yeah. seven, eight years ago. Found out driving home because I, I listened to sports radio because my short my drive is really short. So I'm like, screw it. Yeah. Another Plus player you like sports and I like sports. Another player had to do. I can't remember the name, but after the all star yeah. game, he actually was called out on his tweets and he did fantastic. I think he won like the MVP of the all star game. Wow. And someone called it out and he like right then and there goes, oh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's not the person that I am. Yeah. And then we just keep on going. I mean, that's the thing. People change, especially over the years. Over the years. And so why is this one so different that, I mean, yes, I, I, I respect James Gunn even more for going, you know what? I understand the business decision behind it. I'm not going to fight it. It makes yeah. sense. I'm being held accountable. I, I think it's really cool that he is not going to Disney saying, hey, I need my job back because of this. Because of this. I think that that part is really cool. And he's a stand up guy. Yeah. for that. And I think that shows what kind of guy he actually is. Yeah. Not the guy that tweeted the stupid crap. The 10 years awful. Of, the thing. awful. It thing. really is. bad, like, And it's really, really bad. And like, They've if I saw that down now, but it if really I saw was that bad. 10 years ago, I'm like, dude, this James Gunn guy is a dick. And yeah. no, absolutely not. But Just, yeah, because of him through guardians and whatnot, I'm, I, I think he's actually a pretty cool guy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm judging him on what he's done recently, knowing the fact that, yeah, he was a B director who made all sorts of weird, freaky movies. Yeah, and he never thought that he was going to be big enough for any of those tweets to exactly. matter. Exactly. And I mean, I've done stupid shit. Yeah. In, when I was a kid, and oh, yeah. will I be held accountable? I don't know. Probably, possibly, maybe. I I don't know, but I feel uh, like it depends on how big we get. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like I I hope people judge me on the character that I put forth. Where I, I want good in the world. I want. Love to be love. I want. I just yeah. want people to be cool to each other. I mean, we would be a very better place if we were just cool to each other. We really would. I mean, just cool. that's it. But no, we have to like backstab and yeah. pull up crap and like just go after each other because we don't agree with each other. Yeah. We can have a civil conversation yeah. about anything where one side can shut up for 10 minutes, listen, and Hopefully. then that side that talked should shut up for 10 minutes and listen. Yeah. And then we can come to a freaking agreement. But so all of this being said, Disney has put out a statement that they are not going to hire him back. Nope. Which is crazy because, <laughs> I mean, even Chris Pratt, all, all the Guardians yeah. put out an like open they, letter. Yeah. Pretty much saying we don't defend what he tweeted, but we defend the man that he is. Yeah. And I think that's that speaks volumes. Yeah. Absolute but, volumes to pe- to the man. And that being said, they are all under contracts, so they can't just be like, oh, well, I won't be in the movie if... Uh, if James, if James Gunn does not come back. That being said, I kind of want Taika Waititi. I think that would be interesting. I, I think that would probably be the closest gunism yeah. to it. And I, I think it would work really well. But I, I know Marvel even said they're going outside the people that they would know and go to. Yeah. Probably because of this to try and something try something different with it. Yeah. I mean, why not? They tried something different with James Gunn. So yeah, let's go try worked. something different with someone else. Exactly. I mean, look at all the... the the directors that they've gotten, then let's try yeah. something different. I mean, even John Favreau, when we started the MCU, was yeah. why the hell did you choose John Favreau as a director? <laughs> oh, that's why. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, the Russo brothers did Community. They directed comedy stuff, and yeah. then when it was Captain America Two, 
Why can't I remember? Um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Ever, I was even like, why did you choose these? This these two to direct. And then after the movie, I'm like, oh, damn, that's fantastic. I love it. Honestly, I kind of want Taika Waititi to n- stay with Thor. Thor. Yeah. I, I'm fine with him staying with Thor and let's try someone new for Guardians. I'm with you. I, I, I would like just complete left field for because, Guardians. Like he is he's rebooted Thor. He's doing a fantastic job. I want to see his vision for the next. I one. do too. And he, I know we talked about this and I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast. He did something that I don't think anyone can really point out in movies. He made the, <laughs> no. the, the third movie, the best movie. Yeah. He really, really did. Yeah. And I cannot. And I went through my head racking my brain and I'm like the closest one just arguably could probably be return of the king from Lord of the Rings, where I think that yeah. one's probably the best movie. Best movie of a trilogy. See, and I know I like I liked it the best, but yeah, but I think we can almost hands oh, down. I know what one Harry Potter. The third movie is the best one. <laughs> yeah, I that one's three and five are a tie for me, but I think yeah. three. I need to watch out. five again because I don't remember liking it nearly as much as you. Oh, did, I remember. I, I need to watch it, them. But no, I'm with you. I, I think Alfonso Cuarón's was probably the best. Yeah. But it it was such a difference because he yeah, did go. Exactly. We're just going to focus on Harry. Yeah. That's all we're going to do now. And that's because what there's led too through. much in the books. Yeah. So, yeah, that one, I'll <laughs> give you that one. So Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban and Thor Ragnarok, the best tr- three of the trilogies that well, I could. The best third movie. Third movie. Yeah, that's true. Because even th- Thor is going to have more than just a trilogy. Hopefully, I think. hopefully Chris Hemsworth comes back because I want it to happen, too. I, th- I think he will. I, th- I think he would be dumb not to. I think so, too. It's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. <gasps> what time is it? Cumberwatch. Dun dun. Okay, so actually, instead of going, well, I will still. Hey, hey, Benedict. Tea, man. Just call us. Please. I, I would mean, love to have love tea. to have tea with you. Love- As this is continuing, I will do less fangirling. Yes. <laughs> this is just going to be a running skit. And we've already put that just a running joke yeah. the whole time. But actually, I did find a little bit of Benedict Cumberbatch-esque news. Okay. So the Russo brothers who directed Infinity War did say they wanted to have a specific joke with Benedict Cumberbatch and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. in Infinity War since they, they shared a lot of screen time together. Yeah. And they wanted one of them to at least go say, no shit, Sherlock. Yep. Just way too on the nose. <laughs> I get that. And that, that's what they, they kind of backed off from because yeah. Sherlock, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch is BBC Sherlock and Robert Downey Jr. is a movie Sherlock. Yeah, Guy Ritchie movie Sherlock, which yeah. the third one is in production now. Oh, nice. Yes. I forgot I, about yeah, that. Yeah, that's coming out in 2019, I think. I want to go back and watch the first two. Yes, I do too. And watch season four of Sherlock and, because yes. season five is season coming. Season five might season have five been, is coming. Might have been confirmed. No. Might have been confirmed, which let, is the weirdest let way. Let my fangirl heart rejoice in okay. season five. As long as Moriarty <laughs> comes back because I think Moriarty in BBC's is so scary. Um, I love the yes. guy that does, plays Moriarty. He scares yes. the hell out of me. And I heard something about Game of Thrones. What? Um, Sherlock's brother in the... Uh, what's his name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Um, Mine- Minecraft? Minecraft. Minecraft. Um, he is also in Game of Thrones. The actor? Yeah. Okay, yes. He's not going to be in the last season. Oh. So, yeah, he wins. He lives. Okay, or cool. Maybe. Unless he dies off screen. No dies one knows. Screen. Okay, gotcha. I'm like, wait, I'm following up, trying to follow everything. But I was like, <laughs> okay, that's cool for the Russo brothers. I mean, it would have been really funny, but yes, I agree. A little yeah. too on the nose. So Rose and I thought of a better way, <laughs> an absolute better way to legitimately put the no <laughs> shit Sherlock joke. into it. 
but just better. Yeah. So BBC has Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman, both yeah. who are in the MCU. And then we still still have Robert Downey who are, Jr. Who are both doing American accents in the MCU. Yes. Martin Freeman's is a little bit better. Not by much. But it's a little bit better. Not by much. But, but yes. I think if you add Martin Freeman into Infinity or Avengers 4 and you have Doctor Strange and Tony and I cannot because, remember Martin Freeman's character's name in that But movie. his character has to be there to get uh, Black Panther back. Yes, that's true. So it, it would So it would we work. have to get his character in there. Yes. And, and just like any kind of scene where he's in there with Benedict, just because it would fit with his character so good, just look at, at Doctor Strange just so exasperated and go, well, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. And I think that would be really, really funny. Or <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. Or just they those two walk into a room together and you you see the look being shared, just like, I know you. Yeah. Why do I know you? And just keep not even say anything, just keep on going and then add the no shit Sherlock. Yeah, just something. I think that would be so funny. Even probably more on the nose than Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And Benedict Cumberbatch, but it huh, would work. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. All right, grab your hand. I love how any time that we change subjects, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but John's over here rubbing his hands. I, I am. I don't know why. I'm, I just it started. I started doing it this one. All right, grab your hands, everybody. Take it and just fling it to your face. I'm not going to do it because I have glasses on. Oh, but grab your hands. Grab your hands and put it to your face because this is the face bomb of the week. We didn't end Cumberwatch. Oh, that was Cumberwatch. Dun, dun. Thank you very much for keeping me on track. I completely <laughs> forgot to do that. Okay, My so bad. moving on to Face Palm of the Week. Movie Pass. Yes. Now, I'm going to do what... I'm not going to call out crap of the service that Movie Pass offers. I think it's fantastic. It's a great service. Didn't jump on it only because it didn't do the theaters that I wanted. Yeah, there were specific issues that we had yeah, with it. And that's the only reason I didn't do it. And the $9.99 a month... I couldn't I couldn't justify with the, the theaters around us because we live in the state of Texas is actually cheaper than like eighteen dollars to go see a movie yeah. at specific times. And I'd rather go at those specific times because I'd rather see a movie at like ten o'clock in the morning with all the old people because they're quiet. Yeah, they fall asleep and most of them have learned how to not snore. Exactly. It's fantastic. But <laughs> if there was one theater one of our theaters that they had on it, I probably would have done it because I yeah. love that theater and I you have to pay a little more to get into it. But Movie Pass is dying. We know that. Yes. Like, it got really bad that it just stopped working for a day. Yeah. And when, actually, uh, twice Mission now. Im when Mission Impossible 5 came out, it just stopped. Yeah, Fallout came out, and it was like, yep, yeah, we're, we're not working right now. There's a problem with the processing. And yeah. it's like, no. No, no, no you ran you, out of money. Yeah. And so you had to secure a $5 million loan mm -hmm. to pay for said movies. And, I want to know said, how it's going to pay back that $5 million. Oh, loan. it's going to fall, falter into itself and default probably. Yeah. And so from, from the fallout, huh? Like what I did there. Wow. Yes. I pulled that off is movie. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> movie pass is going from nine ninety nine a month to fourteen ninety nine a month, which that sucks. It's still cheaper than like if you see two movies a month, you're still then you're still ahead. Still ahead. And I'm I know I've said that, but someone correct me. I swear to God, like people are saying this has only been around for a year or two. I remember like five years ago, movie pass coming out and it, it was like thirty four ninety nine. I don't know. It might not have been the name movie, movie pass. pass, but I remember like a thirty four ninety nine yeah. a month. 
No, I'm with you because I remember you and I considered getting yeah. it, but we were just like, we can't afford we can't $70 afford $70 and, and we can't watch $70 worth of movies. Because like, I did the math no. and we were like, we had to see like two movies a week. Yeah, because we have a theater who at peak times, you know, like after the matinee, it's like $6. Yeah. It might be seven now. Might be seven, and like the three D peak at, time movies is like eleven bucks. Yeah, and I'm like that's still that's still fine, cheaper than because we do- don't see all of them in that theater. So, but yeah, okay. So we got nine 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 to fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. They're blacking out times now, so you yeah. just can't go. All right, well, movie starts in twenty minutes. Let's go. You can't do that now. No, and also you can't see the a big movie for the first two weeks. Yes. That's true. So it's, which is how AMC has always worked with their passes. Yeah. So yeah, they're pa- the yeah they're, gold member passes or whatever you get. Like you can't. You have to wait. Well, two no. Weeks. Like back in the day, if you could score some uh, movie passes from AMC, uh-huh. then uh, it was like the first two weeks that a movie was out. That one was not eligible for the movie pass. True. That's like, a good point. Yeah, you had to wait two weeks until after yeah. the movie. Yep, that's right. And I'm just like, how many people are just going to actually deal with delayed gratification? Because there are already several people who are just like, I don't want to see a movie the night it comes out. It's too busy. Yeah, it's too busy. And then there's other people who are like, I need to see this movie now. I have to see it the first weekend. Within the first weekend. Or it's going to get spoiled, which both are legitimate Legitimate. concerns. And I'm with it. But movie pass, dead and gone, most likely. Uh, Dying. Dying. It it is just gurgling breath. Yeah. Like it is drowning hard and... Still kicking. Especially since AMC has their own thing now. AMC has their own thing. Cinemark has their own thing. Yeah. There's another movie style pass that is a little more expensive, but it covers a lot more. Yeah. So, but you can only see like two movies a month or something like that. So it's a very weird. I know that, I think that uh, AMC's is like up to three movies a week. Yeah. Three movies a week and there's no, it's whatever. As long as it's AMC theater, you can see whatever you want. Yeah. And AMC, I'm almost willing to do. If it if wasn't the seats for were our theater. theater of AMC, if it was yeah. another AMC. If the seats were more comfortable, but yes. I don't know. I could do Cinemark. I would be open to Cinemark's thing. We need to look it up. We again. need to look it up. But you get them face palm movie pass. Yeah. Let's talk video games. Yay. What's your plan, Rose? I am hardcore into Kingdom Hearts 2. Yay. Like, that's really all that I've been you playing. You finally gave up on Chain Oh, of I've hardcore gave up on Chain of Memories. I've got to like the second boss and I was just like this is not working I'm not having fun that's that's the kicker right just, there this is not enjoyable to me it's a beating to try and get anything done in this game yeah so I just sat down and I watched all of the cutscenes for the main game I watched the cutscenes for the secret game and then I went to the next game on the disc which was Kingdom Hearts uh 358 days over 2 and on the disc that I have, it is only the cutscenes because that's a DS game and that does not port well to the PS4. No, it does not. So now I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 2. Nice. Just and I'm like 20 hours into it. Jesus. Yes. That's impressive. I I don't even know if I'm halfway through yet. I don't know. Uh, you just got to Halloween Town, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Halloween Town. I've made it to Christmas Town. Nice. I lost my Switch. For, for like a week. For a week. I had no idea where and it And by lost, he means he wasn't looking I for it. I wasn't looking for it. And then when I was, it took me about, what, an hour to find it? Yeah. So, it slid down behind a cushion. Yeah. <laughs> Careful with that, kids. You're going to lose your switch sometime. But yeah. Because uh, we don't like to leave them in the docks. No. 
that's the only reason I brought it up because I'm looking at ours, mine yeah. right now. I'm like, I need to get you out of that thing because yeah. my battery's still swelling. We will. Okay, so I started Sea of Thieves because they dropped the new curse sails. Started King Sea of Thieves. You continued I conti- Sea of Thieves. I continued Sea of Thieves. I took a week <laughs> off. I continued Sea of Thieves uh-huh. for the curse sails. Me and my buddy Brian, we jumped on with his cousin. Michael's, Michael's out of town. Michael's out of town. And my God... That is hard as hell. Michael, come back. You're missing all the content. You're missing all the content, buddy. <laughs> well, actually, by the time this comes out, you're going to hear this anyway. And you should be on the road right now, actually. Hopefully. I think they're, they should we be gotta back We've got to check in today. with them. But, yeah, it's it's hard. Like, I wasn't expecting to have to, like... I, I How it was presented in the trailers is the ports on in the Sea of Thieves were going to be under attack. Like, right. when, we, when we flew, when we sailed up to the ports... They're going to be under attack by the Skellies, and we're going to have to fight them. Right. That's not how it is at all. What? No. No, you... Okay, oh, so... Oh, that's bad marketing. So, that, that makes me upset. In the trailer, you saw the uh, effigy pretty much being, like, put into the ground, and you see the skelly, the half skeleton on top of it. The tombstone? The, the weird tombstone-looking thing, but there's a okay. skeleton on the very top. It's not of, an effigy. I know what an effigy is, but that's the only thing I could think of in my okay. head. Okay, tombstone. Tombstone. That, With the... With the skelly. Yeah, with the skelly. With there. no legs, and he's like screaming and like doing his blah, blah, kind of thing. Okay. All the uh, merchants are scared, but you can go talk to them and they'll give you kind of a we're scared about this, but we, you can still buy stuff at a cheaper rate. Just help oh, us. So it's cool, but you have to go to a little note on the actual quote unquote tombstone that's like 15 feet tall, and it'll tell you, hey, come meet us southwest of this port. To fight us, pretty much. Okay. It's it's like a high noon kind of thing. Okay. But it's like between in game time between the ninth day and the twelfth of the day. So I could load up so the game. Do they have months of the year in this game? They don't have Is months that, of the year, but they what have What do you a, mean by they have thirty day they have a thirty day game cycle? I had to I had okay. to look this up. So you can pull there's a watch that you can hold because the watch is integral to any of the the uh, merchant missions where you have to go pick up a chicken, pick up a pig, and okay. give it to another port. So it'll tell you in those missions, you have until 12 p.m. on the seventh day, and you have to look at your watch, and you're like, oh, it's the fourth day, so I have to find all these, these pigs. Okay. But that's how it works. So, like, say we're going northwest of um, Crossbones Island. I can't think of a port right now. Uh-huh. And you have to go there on the ninth, between the ninth and the eleventh day. Okay. Well, when I jumped in, it was the fifth day. Oh, so my crew was like, all right, well, let's just run some missions. Yeah. And we'll go from there a little bit. So it's it's kind of a, a genius and kind of a cheap way rare did to keep people in game. I get that. But I'm not upset. What we did, Brian and I, because his cousin jumped off, we just started sailing. We're like, all right, I think this is where it was. we were supposed to be, so let's just go. Yeah, let's, and go, it was, at, let's go check this out. It was the nighttime, and we were on the new ship, the Brigadine, and I, I'm just kind of searching with the te- telescope, and I'm like looking around, and all of a sudden, I see glowing crap. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Brian, Brian, over there, over there. And so we sail over to him, and it's two giant ships. The, uh, not the uh, sloop, but the other one, the... Uh, the big ship. I can't remember the name of the big ship right now. Battleship? No, it's not the battleship. <laughs> no. But there's two of them, and they're attacking Galleon. a ship. Galleon. Yeah, there's two galleons, and they're attacking a ship, and we actually got on and like hooked up with the... They were legendary pirates, and they were like... Which means that they play all they the play time. They play all the time. They, they even told us, this is legitimately harder than we anticipated, yeah. because you kill one ship captain, one of the skelly ship captains, 
he falls into the depths and another one comes up. Like Ugh. it is a boss wave. That's not okay. And I'm like, oh my God. So Brian and I, just two of us on this Brigadine ship uh-huh. are just going to town on these ships, <laughs> trying to do anything we can. And we run out of supplies and everything. And like, uh-huh. we're like, all right, this is going to take a lot more. Like we need to stock up and get everything we possibly can to fight this. Right. Which is funny. I, I actually liked it. We just need more people. We need Michael and Ryan to come back. But what I liked about this was I just saw an article of how to do it a cheap way. Uh-huh. And it's really, really kind of a crap way to do it. But it's very interesting. I'm going to try it. Let me guess. You get a crew of four and you have two people on one sloop, two people on another sloop, and you like bring supplies in? No. Oh. You put holes in your ship. Okay. And what you do with your ship is you you keep on bailing out the water to uh-huh. make sure your ship floats, but then crash your ship into a skelly ship and your crew bails the water and throws it onto the skeleton ship and sink their ship that way. Oh. The, sh- the water is heavier and it, it'll drop it faster. Okay. And according to an article I read, it took them a minute to drop a ship. Huh. And all you're, you're just okay. keeping your ship alive while killing their ship with water. And I'm Sweet. like, all right, we got to try that. But I was like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that was a cool. thing. I got hooked into Overwatch 2. My God. It's it's insane. That's the yeah. other game I'm playing. Uh, he's been playing that for about three days now. Yeah. And he won't stop. I won't stop. I can't wait to finish this <laughs> podcast so I can go play Overwatch. Yeah. I, it got its hooks into me. Diva's my main right now because I like the tank and I think she's absolutely adorable. And the pink. And the pink. For the me. Pink, the pink and the purple. Think of me. I absolutely love it. Two of my favorite colors. It's crazy. I didn't like. I knew the game was big. Yeah, I I watched a little bit of the Overwatch finals. Yeah, and I was like, screw it, let me just jump in and see what it's like. And I understand now. Yeah, my eyes have been opened. Meanwhile, I'm getting into the lore of it, which is pretty fun. Honestly. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. It is really really cool. All right, it's 2018. Uh huh. Are you sure? I think so. Are you sure? Because Not 100. percent According sure. to June, I thought that it was like. 1985. I know. I mean, and this like new console called the NES. That's the official name, according to according Nintendo. According to Nintendo. The NES was the best-selling console of June of Jeez. this year of 2018. We think that it's 2018. No, it's... Yeah. The NES, the NES Classic is actually the best, was the best-selling console in June, according to the numbers. Yeah. Which is insane, because the NES was only available in June... For two days. Yeah. so it Two be- days. And it beat out every other system, including the Switch, the PS4, and the and the Xbox. All the systems. Oh, and the SNES. And the classic. SNES. And the SNES classic. That one's readily available. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird to see that. And you're like, huh. That's, it's just funny. That's, and, and yeah, I mean, there's the nice areas of, is it an actual console? Well, you plug it up to TV and you play games on it. Occam's so- Razor says console. Yes and no, because you cannot legally add games to it. So I understand the people who are saying, no, not really. Eh, they can go suck it for all I care, because I think it's a console. Because, I mean, you're playing games. Just because (laughs) you can't add games to it doesn't mean it's not a console. I mean, Game & Watch, the old Game & Watches are consoles. You couldn't add games to them. It was one specific game. So, lawyered. I just like (laughs) to give you crap. And the the price point kind of was one of those things too. Like oh, it's a sixty dollars yeah. price point. I'm like, yeah, it is. Again, let me come back to Game and Watch and those style of games where it was just only one game, only one game, twenty bucks. Also, Lawyered. Also, just 
of course it's only $60. If they had released just a disc of these games, it would you would expect it to be $60. 60 bucks. Yes. It's just Lawyered. this way you get a really cute package. Yes. Agreed. I think it's, it's adorable. It's super cute. I love our NES and SNES classics. I do too. They're absolutely great. So Hori uh-huh. is coming out with something new. Something that the Switch desperately needs. So much. So much. Is the Joy-Cons, while absolutely awesome, they do not have a D-pad. Which sucks yeah. because, let's be honest, the Switch is becoming a 2D side-scrolling machine. Yeah. That's pretty much what it's for right now, which, which it's is fine. Which is why I, I have not been playing mine as much. Yeah. And I'm I'm in this weird Switch or PC for specific games right now. Yeah. But Hori's coming out with D-pad Joy-Cons that can only be played in handheld mode. You because s- You say Joy-Cons. Joy- it's just one Joy-Con because it's only correct. the left side. It is only the left side. You're correct. Thank you. You're 100% correct. It's only the left Joy-Con that has the D-pad. It's branded with yeah. Mario or Zelda, which is fine. You can also get a blue one. You can get a blue one from Think No Play Asia. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to import it. But for collectors like us, it bothers me because yeah. I like things. It doesn't match with any of the right Joy-Cons that are available. No, it does not. So, it is licensed by Nintendo. That's cool. And it's only $25 for just this left Joy-Con. I mean, you're not getting a battery. You're not getting a yeah a, rumble. a rumble pack. You're not getting the uh, sensor to turn. The gyroscope. The gyroscope. Thank you. I couldn't remember the word. Yeah. Now. I mean, just you're not getting anything that's in a normal the, Joy-Con. Yeah. You're just, but it has a D-pad. Yeah. You're bare bones. And it, yeah, it has a D-pad. And because it doesn't have a battery pack, it's pulling battery power from the, the Switch. From the console. So constantly pulling it, even when it's in sleep mode. I don't know if they they were talking about putting out a patch for it. I don't know if they have. Yeah. Um, but they were like, even in sleep mode, this thing draws power from your switch. Yeah. So interesting. I I want to get it, but also don't want I don't to want get to get it because it, it doesn't have anything that I really want on it. Yeah, not really. So and. Let's be honest, if I'm going to play it, I'll, I've kind of mostly gotten used to the buttons without the D-pad. Yeah. So I'll just keep on going with that yeah. as well. All right. Let's talk about something weird. Okay. Let's just, let's jump into this. This is odd to me. And why is it odd to me? Because my mom texted me about this. Yeah, that was And that's funny. when it like triggered going, I this probably should, big thing. I should probably look this up one. This yeah. one up. So parents are playing. No, paying. Paying. Blah, blah, blah. Parents are paying. For lessons, tutors, for Fortnite for their kids. Yeah. What? Yep. I mean, kind of like how you can get your kids piano lessons or pitching lessons for baseball. Yeah. Or, you know, any kind of private lessons like that. Or like, here, let's get you a math tutor. Yeah. Stuff. Let's get you a Fortnite tutor. And it's it's weird. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to find the good in this because I just I want to be like I want to see both sides of the story. I really do. Like uh-huh. the positive of it is parents are understanding that gaming is a thing. Yeah. And the articles I read, they were like, well, I did it because my son's really getting picked on that. He's not good at Fortnite. He's really getting bullied. So yeah. what a way to remedy that is help him get good. You get a pass on that mom or dad. I kind of get that one. I'll. I think the one that really makes me laugh are the parents who are getting the tutors for themselves so that their eight-year-old doesn't school Just, them. 
in Fortnite. That one, I, <laughs> that, that one, one just makes funny. me laugh. That one's funny because you're like, all right, my and I can make that positive. My son or daughter really loves this game. Really loves Fortnite. I want to play with them. Yeah, on their level. You know what? We're bringing families together through Fortnite. I can I can justify that one. But like as an adult, just go watch some tips on YouTube yeah. or something. Like you don't have to pay somebody. That to is give my lunchtime sometimes. Of yeah. Tips for Fortnite and Rocket League and Sea of Thieves. Just yeah. What or do I need to do it's better? Now going to be Overwatch. Or now going to be Overwatch. What can we do better? But it's some of these parents that I'm like, you're really doing this for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like one. One dad was like, yeah, I'm doing this because you can make a lot of money and I don't have a retirement. And I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> that's really that's shitty. Just, yeah, but I do understand that because that way the parents are just like, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to have money to leave you. So let's leave make it to sure, yourself. Let's make sure that you can get yourself some money. So yeah. I and, and what I want to know is like, I, I know you brought this up with the idea of. Well, if it's team based, and, and we talk about that with esports yeah. and all the stuff, and I mean parents that are that know that esports are now becoming a huge thing in the world, and we're getting scholarships and a lot of the, and I found the article I meant to put in there, like, and we talked about this, a lot of smaller schools, not your University of Oklahoma, Miami, Syracuse schools, but the smaller schools, like the University of, I don't know if Nevada is one, but like a considered small school, but the University of Nevada, I think, has an esports team. They're giving out scholarships. Now, if the parents that are paying for Fortnite are looking at it from that point of view of, we want you to get good, we want you to be good so you can get a scholarship, there's another pass for me. I'm like, yeah. okay, I get that, because that's no different than a golf scholarship that my son or daughter's making, taking golf private golf lessons to get a scholarship to a school. Yeah. We're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to better them to get an education. Yeah. I can give that the pass. I mean... People also hire like spelling tutors for spelling bees. Yeah. And uh, chess tutors as well. Absolutely. So, I mean, I can't, I honestly can't be too upset about this. I feel like it's just a next step in the evolution. I agree. I, I think it is too. Just a weird next I, step that we're, we're seeing firsthand. And because I, I think what throws all of us off is because we're gamers and the nerd geek community is. It is very accessible to everyone. I mean, anyone can get into it. The MCU has made it very big and yeah. easy to get into. And Harry Potter. And Harry Potter. Doctor Who and all that. There's a lot of things that really kind of... Doctor Who is still kind of niche. It's still kind niche. of niche. But it, it's a little bit bigger now. Yeah. But I think gaming is still very niche. Mm -hmm. I mean, people can get into it really easy. But it's very still weirdly looked at. Yeah. And I think because of the mass... The... Global media, I'll say it that way. That's probably the best way. The global media focusing on Fortnite, where it's in everybody's faces. It's, everyone can see it now. This gaming thing is starting to become a little odd for me personally, because I'm like, it, I, I don't mind sharing gaming. I think gaming is fantastic. But now we're getting almost insane about the, the crap that Fortnite is doing for the gaming community. Like, we have tutors now for this are there tutors to other games like Overwatch, like CSGO? I would think so. And and is it legitimately a team-based game? Because I know in Fortnite, you can play with squads. I play with my squad. But you're still just shooting. Yeah. But like in Overwatch, you legitimately have classes that you know your role working as a team. Yeah, but also with Fortnite, I mean, you're probably also going to have like your builder 
and that's you true. know people who are still helping to support valid you. Valid point. You or have like someone who's probably better at building, someone who's better yeah. at that's a good point. Or that's like you might have point. somebody who's really good at foraging. Yeah. And they're just like, let me go get all of the materials that we need. Let me pick up some extra health packs. Yeah. Like I could see a, fo- a team forming that way. That way, that's a valid point. Like, you have I hate calling it a donkey, but that that's kind of yeah. but you have the guy that's like, yeah, I can get everything and then I can distribute what people need. I can get yeah. I can get the materials for the builder and I can get the weapons for the other two. You have two assault, I will call it that way, assault, builder and forager. Yeah, something. I mean, that's actually if you play the team that way, then yeah, I, I then you have my support of all right, that you do actually have team building, you know your roles. Well, even if not, even just watching each other's back, yeah. that's such a good skill to have in True. the real world. It too. is. It's very, it's very like if you can watch out for your friends, for your teammates at work. Yeah. Then that helps. Then that does help. That's a good point. I do, I do like it from that point of view. Yeah. It's um, just interesting that we're, it's Fortnite. I, I think it's, just, I don't know. It just, it really makes sense to me. It, it And it does. I mean, it's a free game. The, Entry to that game is really low. Yeah. Like anyone honestly can pick up that game and survive. That's the name of the game. It, we yeah. all know that. I mean, that's how Brandy won her first match was just she survived until the end. Yeah. Which blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. that, that legitimately blows my that mind that she hilarious. beat me before. She got a win before, before you me. did. I might need to fix that sooner or later. Yeah, but, you will. But one of the things that I found very interesting is another article connected to this about like our parents now afraid to let their kids fail because we, we've made this bubblegum concept of life and don't like we're trying to we're overprotective of kids we, we've seen it like people yeah. are very overprotective of kids mm-hmm. and are we we setting them up to not be ready to be an adult when that time comes because we're not letting them fail because if you're a kid and you're listening to this i'm a 31 year old big kid you need to learn to fail because it's going to happen a lot. But if you fail and learn from your mistake, then it's okay. I think it took me until I was in my 20s to figure that out. Oh, yeah. I was 27, I think. 27 yeah, like late it 20s. Was, actually, it was YouTube. It was when we started YouTube, I started really putting together like, we're going to fail. Yeah. I know we're going to fail. But if we learn to pick ourselves back up, mm-hmm. learn from said mistake of that we did. So... Honestly, I don't think that this concept is new at all of being afraid of letting your kids fail. I think it's just being parents. Yeah. I I think it's parents and parents have always been overprotective. That's true. They really have. I mean, it's it's very interesting to see it now Like, because we we are adults. We have kids. We have kids and we do not have kids. We do not have kids. We have friends that have kids. Yeah. And we have friend teacher friends and they're always we're always talking to them about this stuff. And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, it's very interesting to watch kids and how they're maturing. And some of them in elementary school are just legitimately freaking out and having panic attacks because they didn't make an A and whatnot. And I get that. I thought they didn't give grades in elementary. Some schools don't give grades. Some do. Okay. Yeah. It it depends on the district. Yeah. Some or it happened or like. Kindergarten to like third grade, yeah, they don't like give don't legitimate a, grades. You don't get a grade. No, but I'm like just, they're like, how does that even work? Yeah, but fourth and fifth, you do get. Okay. You start getting grades because they start introducing the grade into there because okay. it actually matters in middle yeah. school and high school. But yeah, it, it's interesting about that. Yeah. 
it's just it's cool to see but very odd to look at from different yeah. perspectives and i i kind of dig it and i'm kind of like wow this is scary i can see why it can be yeah i'm losing my voice all right how do you want to do this should we wrap it up or hmm actually no no i want to talk about this this okay. one this uh, this intrigues me last topic last topic last topic Everybody, well, I don't know if everyone knows if you listen to this podcast. If you're a gamer, you know the absolute crap show that was No, no Man's, Man's Sky. Sky. Oh my god. The legitimate crap show that that was that <laughs> Hello Games promised us the moon. They promised this huge game and you're going to be able to do all these things and It's con it's content all over the place and It was Minecraft with a heavy emphasis on mining. And you could fly to other planets. Yes. And it's that's vast. really all that it was, but like not as good as Minecraft. And there's trillions upon trillions of galaxies and you'll never run into anyone. But and two people ran into each other in the first 24 hours. Yes. Yes, like, they, did. they found each other. They found each other. And not on purpose. It It's it was very. Yeah, and, and, and I think even you saw somebody off I did. in the distance. Yeah, I did. I was flying through when like, I played it when it first the first came out. three hours. Yeah, I was like, there's a person. That's odd. Yeah. I mean, you promised me not. I wouldn't be. You wouldn't be bumping into people. people. Yeah. The server's so big and the worlds are so big. Yeah. And well, Hello Games got just torn to shreds. Absolutely. By this. And not, and they overpromised and underdelivered. Yeah. Which is 101 on business. And that was after delaying the game like three times. Yes. Business 101. Underpromise and overdeliver. Yes. <laughs> Easy. They did the exact opposite. They did opposite. the exact opposite and were just annihilated on social yeah. media. So Because like even people who were trying to be skeptical, then they were just like, oh, no, no, I promise. It's actually all of this. Like they would correct people about yeah. what their game was. What their game was. Before it came out. Yeah. And, so, and then it came out and they couldn't hide it anymore. No. And so Hello Games and everyone pretty much went into hiding for two years. And we thought that was the last that we had heard of them. Yes. Until. At least I did. I, I did too. Until last week. Where I they mean, had some patches. They, 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 they started patching it in. Like, yeah. They started doing some patches for the game. Where they, they made base building. They, they kind of started sprinkling in new yeah, things like here and the there. Over the past two years, they've been doing some small patches. Yeah, trust us. We, we, we understand we didn't give you the game we promised. We are going to fix that. Pretty much yeah. is what they did, and they sprinkled in, and then the biggest patch came out last week. I think so. Called No Man's Sky Next, which was pretty much, to me, top to bottom redone. That's what it seems like. That's like what it the seems aesthetics like. are still there. It's yeah. the same art style. Same art style. They re they upped the graphics though of the art style. Okay, so, so it, they improved the they, graphics. They improved the graphics. They improved the overall quality of the game. Mm -hmm. When it first came out, completely panned. Don't buy crap game. Yeah. Now it's come out and they're like, maybe, maybe buy? decently, decently good game. It's something yeah. to you. If you want to do it, there's stuff to do. You have multiplayer that you can jump in with buddies. And I've heard the that. multiplayer still isn't that good. I heard it's not good on PC. I, I heard That's PC. Funny. I heard PC is actually the worst one That's to get funny it on. Because normally PC is the best. Yeah. And actually, this is going to be weird. That's crazy. Xbox is the one to get it on. Really? Yeah. Even though it was a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, but that kind of makes sense. Xbox is the one to get it on, apparently. That's probably because Xbox was the last one to adopt it. Probably. But this this is what came to my attention of, over this one is 
do we need to re-review games as people like or how to how to look at games that keep on like patching stuff in because as far as I'm concerned right now just in this scenario I paid $60 for No Man's Sky. Uh-huh. It was absolute crap. Yes. Do not buy this game. Plain and simple. Yeah. Do do not buy. Yeah. But now that it's come out re-released quote unquote 2 years later with all the p- stuff that they promised me Mm-hmm. Do I need to go back to No Man's Sky, try it again? Which means we have to buy it. Which again. means we have to buy it. Because we again. traded that crap in. Yes. Buy it again and look at it from a fresh set of lenses to see if it actually is worth it. Like, I, I, where where's the line of the game's complete? It's 100% done. Yes, there's DLC coming out and like the small patches, like, oh, there's a graphic thing that we didn't fix or something like that. And you just kind of clean it up a little bit. That's fine, but when a game pretty much redoes itself through patches and all that stuff, like, is it a new game? Is No Man's Sky next a new game, or is it just the No Man's Sky that we were promised? Well, the No Man's Sky that we were promised is a completely different game from the one that was released. Yes, that is actually, that's that's 100% true. So, okay, then if that's the case, then, then yes, we we as the gaming community should go back to no man's sky and look at it from a fresh perspective going, all right, this is a new game. If it's a game that interests you, because there are plenty of people who don't care for the, let me build a base and let me mine resources. Like if that's not your game, this is not your game. And that's that's what I'm saying. Or I'm with you on that one. Because if if that's like to me, it's still not the game that I was promised. Yeah. Because to me, No Man's Sky was supposed to be this epic adventure and like all kinds of space travel and you're going from planet to planet. And I thought the planets were going to be more inhabited yeah, and like you could go in and maybe even trade with some of the aliens and not just, oh, here's a few places yeah. where you can go to this space station and you can trade with this space station and that's all that's, that's ar- right. yeah. around this planet. So it's still not the game that I was told it sure. was going to be. No, and I'm with you. I don't think it's the game that I was told it was going to be either. I'm I, I'm looking at it from my what I'm going to is my bigger question now is looking at like original NES games. Like, do should we go back as the gaming community and go back and look at them from fresh perspective eyes? Like the original Super Mario Three, one of the greatest games ever made, but for that time. Does it st- does it still hold up? I, most people say yes, it still holds up. But how do you contextually rate or review that game in now times? Like, is it do we compare it now to two D side scrollers like Mario Three versus Shovel Knight? That's the first one that popped in my head. Mm. Like, is that what we compare it to, or is that something people would like too? Just like because I mean, there's kids now who will never play a Mario game who've never seen the original Super Mario right. that I've never beat. That, <laughs> but just how how does that work? How's that frame of mind need to work? Because I know, I mean, I, I'll look at things with nostalgia guys, and obviously with the SNES Classic, nostalgia sells. Yeah, I mean, with the I, NES Classic, the NES Classic, two days in June, it nostalgia sells. I think if you look at the July games of the top ten, only two of them, two games are new IPs. Yeah. Everything else is a remake sequel or an existing ip yeah so things that somehow based on something that's already out yeah so so we know what what is happening or we know 
Yeah, people want to stay in the same in the same thing. In the same universe, yeah. basically. So it, I'm trying to figure out how to say this right. And I know I'm not saying this correctly. Is going back to uh, I'm just coming back to Mario three playing it. And if someone wants to review it or heck, even if we review it, do we review it in the sense of that it's 2018 and how it compares to other games within the last three or four years? Or do you review it knowing that it came out in 90, 92? I feel like you have to do a mix. Okay. Because uh, looking at some of the reviewers online, like uh, pro Jared will actually go through and review some older games. Yeah. And he'll say, this particular mechanic was amazing for this time, and okay. this is why it was amazing at this time. Yeah. Nowadays, it's crap, and this mechanic sucks, especially when we have all of these other, other things mechanics. that have come out, gotcha. and they're so much better. Gotcha. So I feel like you really have to keep both things in mind. Yeah. When Like, if you go back and play an older game. Older game, just for the time, this is what was working. This is the, this yeah. is the mechanic that they chose to do, and yeah. now it... It's not the norm, but at that time, it was probably something. At the that time, it was revolutionary. It was revolutionary. I mean, and, and you're right. You, I guess that's true because you got to look at, let's be honest, Super Mario 64 looks like butt. It does. It looks like butt, but. It does, but there are so many people who swear by that game. And it was revolutionary. It was yeah. the first full 3D game yeah. that worked. I'm looking at you, Crash Bandicoot, that <laughs> legitimately worked. Yeah. Salty, salty man. Um, yes, you are. I'm salty. Screw you, Crash Bandicoot. But <laughs> it, it's it's interesting because like we're I, because of No Man's Sky. Like, do you go back? I mean, it's only two years old. But how do you look at that game? Like, and I think you said it right. Like, obviously, if mine Minecraft style games are not your game, you don't really give a crap. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm with you on that one. But as for us and me in particular, who I just enjoy games, and I'm always trying to find differences in different games mm -hmm. how do i look at it because i'm i was completely burned by it and i think on couch capades we did like eight or nine episodes i think we might have done 12 12 episodes and it was boring it was super boring i have no interest in going back to that game gotcha and i, I like, don't honestly like i'm trying to for michael yeah and that's like michael wants to play it because i showed him uh a twitch stream of it and he's yeah. like oh this is right up my alley and i'm like yeah i kind of figured it would so i'm kind of like for but, my but to to play with a friend does it will that like legitimately make it better for me to it, me it that's going to take looking up whether the multiplayer actually works or not because yeah. if it doesn't work then there's no there's point. no point exactly and we just play Minecraft or find another yeah you two get into raft again or yeah something. raft and do all that stuff it's it's super interesting because I, I I was thinking about this and I was trying to explain it to you and I obviously have not done a good enough job of this one is. <laughs> Like, how cool would it be? Because you're right. Pro Jerry does that a lot. And if you don't subscribe yeah. to Pro Jerry, please do. He's actually a really cool guy. Yeah. He, his reviews are fantastic. fantastic. And if you like cosplay at all, check out his wife, Heidi. Yes. Both, Amazing. They're really, really cool. And I was thinking about that. How cool How cool would that be to, like, go back and review, like, Battletoads and, yeah. like, start and just get the quintessential NES games, SNES games, Sega games. And just legitimately review them, but do it in both ways where, all right, you've got your way back review where at the time of 1987, when this came out, this was absolutely <laughs> revolutionary. And thinking that all these games now, like Naughty Dog doesn't exist and all this stuff. And it was all those. This would get like 
on a scale of one to ten, like a seven or something like that. But nowadays, but nowadays, because you have to factor in the revolutions and what not the evolution of gaming and what has become what it is now with processing power and storytelling, probably gonna get a three. Yeah, and just it, something. And it's interesting to see the uh, word I'm looking for is disparate. Is that correct? Where it's like the dissonance between the two numbers, like dissonance is the right word. The difference between the two numbers. Yes. Now? That, that, <laughs> I, I was trying to be fancy and it didn't work. Quit being so fancy. Stop being Don't fancy. be so fancy. Don't pants. be so fancy. Pants. I'm sorry, but it, it's, <laughs> it'd be very cool and interesting to see like, wow, I games don't hold up sometimes. So that's fine. I'm not going to yeah. say no, but what games, what wh- games do hold up do hold and up. what makes them hold up? Exactly. And that would be kind of cool. I can to, see that. To know what does hold up and what doesn't. Yeah. I mean, there's games that from last generation on the Xbox 360, they don't hold up. Yeah. At all. So it, it's cool to see that. It's also just very interesting to watch these game developers patch in games. Yeah. Like just, all right, we're, we're giving you a game. It's not done, but don't worry about it. Like you're going to pay full price for it. But, you are talking about two completely different things. Yeah, I know. I, I just, I just, it just came <laughs> to my mind, and I didn't mean to talk about that. I'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um. You have anything else? No, that's it. That's it. Cool. So make sure to come join us on Twitch. We are on Monday and Wednesday evenings from 10 p.m. to sorry, from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Like, Jesus, we're at 10 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. Golly, we're Couch uh, Capades so plays. Good luck. Figure that out. Yep. Yeah, Couch Capades plays on Twitch. On all other social media, we are The Geek Level. We're on Facebook. Twitter. And Instagram. And YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube. YouTube Subscribe there. Give us a like. Uh, Rate us on whatever podcasting station you're listening to. Absolutely. Give us thumbs up, five stars, whatever the rating is. Give us an excellent review. Excellent review. We're pretty. You can't tell that, but we are. Watch our Twitch Twitch stream. You can see how pretty we are. Absolutely. (laughs) And you know what? Past that, don't forget. Always level up. Bye.